0: Programming on Utah Public Radio is made possible in part by our members. And Culligan Water of Logan, serving Cache Valley for almost 70 years, providing Culligan bottled water, whole home systems, soft and conditioned water. Hey, Culligan Man, service from the man in blue. Details at CulliganLogan.com.
1: Welcome to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. We're very heartened by all the good being done in our communities by dedicated individuals and nonprofits, and they sometimes don't get the recognition they deserve. And you may want to help, but don't know where and how. Well, today we are going to turn to you to spotlight a nonprofit or individual doing good in your community. Amy Anderson, Director of Outreach for Sunshine Terrace Foundation and a spiritual counselor with Sunshine Hospice in Logan, uh, joins us for the hour. We're going to hear from uh, representatives of other nonprofits throughout the hour, and we hope to hear from you. Uh, Spotlight, uh, here's your chance to take a few minutes to shine a spotlight on your favorite individual or nonprofit doing good in your community. You can reach us uh, several ways. You can email us, upraxcess at gmail.com, upraxcess at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, at UPR Access, and you can call us toll-free, 800-826-1495, 800-826-1495. Amy Anderson, welcome back.
2: Thanks so much, Tom. It's always a delight to be here to help spread the word about all the good that's done here in Cache Valley and throughout the state.
1: So you've been involved in uh, the nonprofit world for... You know, uh, the, the agencies band together, individuals kind of find each other, right?
2: Absolutely. have been involved in this for a while. I have. And, you know, I think that one thing I think is often a question that I get about nonprofits is people don't always necessarily understand what that word means. Um, obviously, many nonprofits are tax exempt, meaning that they don't need to pay taxes. But I think the key piece of nonprofits is that they're really organized around a cause, and when people start to understand that, that the um, they may make a profit, <laughs> obviously people need to keep their doors open, but the profit doesn't go to an individual or to a group of shareholders. It kind of goes right back into those services. So there are so many great causes here in Cache Valley, and it's amazing to me that we have so many individuals that are willing to create nonprofits, to volunteer for nonprofits, to work for them. I mean, it really, it's it's heartening to see that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so government plays a role, obviously, and we're grateful for all the services out there. But uh, there's a gap, right, the, mm-hmm. and what, what, uh, beyond what government uh, can do. And so into that gap step great individuals and, and nonprofits, churches as well.
2: Ex- absolutely. And I think one thing that to me is so um, wonderful about nonprofits is that you can figure out what your own – mission or passion is and you can find an organization here in the state of utah that supports that cause and so you can do either a small bit or a large bit but you can help to find a way to achieve that mission that you the personal mission you might have or, or that cause that you feel super strongly about
1: yeah Uh us so see before we go to our first uh um well let's go directly um Emily Malik is is with us, Uh, Cash Interagency uh, Council, I believe. Uh, Emily, uh, thanks for joining us.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Uh, Tell me what Cash Interagency Council is.
3: Yeah, so Cache Interagency Council is just a group of nonprofits and there's some government agencies that meet with us and, um, just different, um, I guess maybe civic groups from around Cache County. We even have people that come up from Salt Lake to meet with us, um, and they just share the different activities and actions that, um, they're doing in the valley or, I guess, in the state in some instances and, and, you know, people are able to form connections through what we learn about each other that way
1: some synergies i guess you could say right uh so what kinds of agencies what kinds of uh, groups do you have there
3: um so we have a lot of um let's see i guess social service groups we have workforce services um you know we have um, some environmental groups we have um I should have pulled up the list. <laughs> There's so many. We have about 167 people wow. that we yeah. email every mm-hmm. single month to attend the meeting. So we have, um, let's see, uh, Barrow Association of Governments. Yeah. We have... Um, Oh, gosh, I'm struggling. <laughs>
1: well, and uh, uh, Amy was saying that uh, Sunshine Terrace Foundation is <laughs> Yeah, Sunshine
3: Amy's Terrace with, Foundation, yeah. thank you. Um, uh, so we really do have a lot of great agencies that, that meet every month and attend. Uh,
1: so I'm, I'm guessing that uh, you wouldn't turn away help, right? How, how can people help?
3: Oh, yeah. We wouldn't turn away help. Um, we have also just wouldn't turn away people who are willing to attend the meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do meet every fourth Monday at noon at okay. Herms Inn. Um, and we have a great lineup of speakers coming up for the next several months. So in April, we have Vonda Jump from USU talking about the Cache Valley Trauma Coalition. Um, and then in May, we'll have that meeting is actually not on the first Monday, but we have um, a mini-conference about diversity, so how um, diversity affects nonprofits and different agencies um, and how they can better accommodate diversity in their programming or just how they work with individuals. And then in June, we have um, uh, Jess Lucero, also from Utah State, talking about a substance abuse study that they've done.
1: Oh, it's wonderful. So t- tell us again when, when these meetings happen.
3: So generally, they are the first, or I'm sorry, the fourth Monday at noon at Herms Inn. The mini-conferences may or may not be that um, time, just because in May, you know, it's Memorial Day would be the normal day, so we're meeting on Wednesday that time. But generally, the fourth Monday at noon at Herms Inn, and our next meeting is this upcoming Monday, April 22nd.
2: So one thing I'd point out, too, um, for for the luncheons, you don't need to RSVP. You can just come. Um, it's it's on your own dime um, so if you if, so if you are um, a nonprofit you know bring that information so they can give you the tax exempt um, when you check out but you know I've been attending these meetings for years and it is so, Interesting to learn all of the different services, and you know, as you said, there's some synergy, Tom, when you kind of get around the table together. Um, Emily always gives people time to go around the room and introduce themselves and let the group know if there's anything upcoming that um, other people should be aware of. So it is; it's a great, it's a great way to network. It's a great way to to learn from each other. You know what works for them. So I encourage you if you are even if you're an individual please feel free to come and, and join the Cash Interagency Council at those Mondays. And, Emily, thanks for your leadership in that this year.
3: Yeah, thank you.
1: So, Emily, uh, obviously to show up generally, what, fourth Monday, uh, Herm's in in Logan uh, at noon. Uh, is, is there a contact point otherwise that people can contact the, uh, the council?
3: Yeah, so I'm currently that contact point okay. um, and we did right. we did just set up a, um, a, a an email address for the group so it's cash interagency at gmail.com
1: okay uh, you, you can email uh, cash at gmail.com yeah okay well sounds like a lot of good there uh, being done Thank you so much
3: all right yeah thank you
1: okay appreciate that. We are uh, spotlighting your favorite individual or nonprofit. Uh, we'll be taking a look at uh, several uh, groups, organizations in Cash Valley, but um, don't feel left out. Uh, call in, spotlight uh, your individual or group if you're in uh, Moab or St. George or Vernal or Delta. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, the number is 800-826-1495, 800-826-1495. Or you can email us to upraxess at gmail.com, UPRAxis at gmail.com. We're on Twitter as well, at G, uh, UPR uh So Amy, anyway, I want to get this in from – this is from uh, Hilary Schugart from uh, Bridgeland Audubon. By the way, uh, Matthew LaPlante just recorded – uh, segment for his undisciplined program at their uh, meeting recently in downtown Logan. So you'll be hearing that. Uh, uh, so Logan Ranger District of uh, the Uinta-Wasatch-Cache National Forest, Bridgeland Audubon Society, Utah Native Plant Society, and Logan City are inviting uh, you to join us for the uh, second annual Weed Day. Publics invited to participate in the community-wide event. Ongoing efforts offer fun, exercise, chance to meet new people, as well as to give back to the community. The goal of the project is to help reduce and eradicate invasive weeds threatening the native plant community of the local area. Invasive weed species threaten ecological integrity and biological diversity of plant communities. Uh, so uh, the uh, uh, this uh, event is happening on Saturday, May 18th. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., second annual Weed Day, Saturday, May 18th, beginning at 9 a.m., and uh, they're going to meet at Canyon Entrance Park Pavilion, 9 a.m., for a safety meeting and weed orientation, and they'll head out to assigned areas. Parking is available. Volunteers should wear protective clothing, including gloves, long pants, long sleeve shirts, sturdy footwear, and lots of drinking water. Some tools will be provided, but it's recommended to bring your own weeding tools and uh, shovels um so that is the second annual weed day and uh, meet at canyon entrance park pavilion that's a basically first dam uh 9 a.m on saturday may 18th thanks for that uh, hillary what uh maybe first on your list well uh,
2: one of the um right now many of my friends are volunteering at the english language center which has been kind of a stalwart nonprofit here in the valley for those of us who aren't familiar with it, they actually teach English, uh, basic life skills, uh, U.S. citizen preparation, um, and some employment education to adult speakers of other languages. And um, what I think is remarkable is that those services kind of act as a catalyst for, for change, um, for opportunities, for growth, for the person, for self-sufficiency, for helping people to integrate culturally. And they are holding their fundraiser, Um, actually tomorrow night, Thursday, April 18th. It's going to be at 6.30 p.m. at the Cache County Event Center, the new one that's down at the fairgrounds. Um, It's $50 per person, and it's called Barbecue for Bucks. So I know that Justin Hamilton, who is one of the individuals here in our community who does so much for nonprofits, um, he is helping to provide the food for that event, cornbread and baked beans and barbecue chicken and prime rib. Um, But then they'll also have a band. So it's a great party idea for a great cause to help support those English language classes and other services that the English Language Center provides. Oh, that's
1: wonderful. Tell us again. uh, So tomorrow night, April
2: 18th at 6.30 p.m. at the Cache County Event Center. I don't have the contact information here, but if you go um, the infamous Google, if you Google English Language Center, they have a link where you can purchase tickets for it online.
1: Okay, wonderful. Uh, I want to get a plug-in for uh, Little Lambs uh, Foundation for Kids, a wonderful organization. Uh, Their mission is supplying low-income families with diapers, baby supplies, and clothing to keep babies happy, healthy, and dry, and assembling comfort kits to distribute to DCFS offices and other partnering agencies for children who are transitioning into foster care and emergency shelters. They also provide family hygiene kits to in-home foster care program. Uh, providing busy kits for children who are hospitalized or experiencing a traumatic event. They provide survivor kits for children and teenagers affected by domestic violence, neglect, or abuse. And they provide a unique service center where community members can volunteer and make a difference. So that's Little Lambs Foundation for Kids. Uh, They have an event coming up. Uh, Let's see, April 27th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., Sam's Club in Logan, Uh, They need volunteers to make yummy treats to help raise money for children serve it through uh, Little Lambs. Treats can be dropped off at 1125 West, 400 North, Suite 200 on April 26th from 6 to 8 p.m. or at Sam's Club at 11 a.m. on the day of the bake sale. Uh, So that's April 27th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Sam's Club, Little Lambs bake sale. Do support that great work. I'm getting hungry.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we keep talking about all these uh, delicious food opportunities as well.
1: Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, so maybe what what's another one on your
2: list? So I've got also um, a charity that I I find to be pretty remarkable. Here is the Family Place, and they are an organization that helps provide um, emergency support for families. Um, They actually are considered one of the only shelters um, for children here in in our area. And they're holding their 14th annual Blue Ribbon Dinner next week, April 26th. It's going to be at River Woods at 6 p.m. And the theme this year is Raise Families of Cache Valley Up to the Highest Heights. And they kind of have a Mary Poppins theme Mm. um, that they're building that on. Um, They've been... Really instrumental, I think, in helping raise awareness about uh, childhood violence. Um, and the important thing that they do is they help create an environment where parents feel supported. As um, their, as Esther Lee Molina, who's their director, always says, you know, parents want to do the right thing, but sometimes stresses and. Uh, things surrounding us in life may allow us to make bad choices. And so their whole mission is to educate families, to educate parents, to give them that support so that they can have an environment that children are raised feeling safe and secure. Mm -hmm. So um, if people are feeling stressed, they have an emergency nursery. They also offer services, um, you know, where you can Uh, Arrange even weekly respite for yourself to give yourself that time. They have classes in assertiveness skills and self-care and mindfulness, in healing through empowerment, just lots of great programs. And everything that they provide for the most part is free. Mm. Um, So this... This benefit, this Blue Ribbon Dinner, is really important to help raise those funds to continue to provide those services here in our community. They
1: are a wonderful organization, do a lot of good. Uh, tell us again the, the dinner.
2: The dinner is the Blue Ribbon Dinner, April 26th at 6 p.m. at River Woods. And, again, you know they have tickets available on their website. If you're interested in in participating, um, head to their website and and purchase a ticket.
1: Okay, that's the family place in Logan. Thank you. Uh, we do have Karina Brown on the line with us uh, from the Children's Justice Center. I also want to talk about Better Days 2020. So, Karina, welcome to the program.
4: Oh, thank you so much, Tom.
1: Uh, so, tell us tell us about the uh, is this this is the Cache County Children's Justice Center? I guess there there are children's justice centers around, are there?
4: Right, there's about I think 23 throughout the state of Utah, and we have one here in Logan. Um, the Cache County Children's Justice Center, but we actually serve Cache County, Box Elder, and Rich Counties. And I'm president of the Friends of the Children's Justice Center Board, which is the nonprofit that helps support the mission of the Children's Justice Center.
1: Okay, well, first of all, tell us what the Children's Justice Center does.
4: Well, the Children's Justice Center is a safe home-like place where children can go in case of physical and sexual abuse to be interviewed, and receive a, an exam, like a forensic exam, that can be used in court so they don't have to testify in court.
1: Yeah, very important. I yeah. also think,
2: Karina, yeah. I've, I've had the the opportunity to go and see the Children's Justice Center, and I know one of the things that your team talked about was just that it also t- allows the child to have that happen not in a hospital setting so that you know what already has been trauma isn't further... Um, complicated by having to be in that kind of cold sterile medical setting.
4: right. It, when you when if you tour the center like Amy said, thanks for bringing that up it is it looks like a house. there's stuffed animals, you know bright artwork on the walls and it makes it so the children um, don't have to go um, like Amy said to the hospital to, to go get interviewed at the police station so they're in this um, welcoming loving environment where they
1: can get the help that they need. Well, oh, it uh, sounds like wonderful services. So you're with friends of the Children's Justice Center. Um, I imagine uh, fundraising is part of that. Uh, how can people help?
4: Oh Yes, um, fundraising is part of it. The, actually, the Malu Foundation is, is hosting a competitive basketball tournament fundraiser May 3rd and 4th at Green Canyon High School to benefit the Children's Justice Center and its uh, Friday, May 3rd, from 5 to 9 p.m., and then Saturday, May 4th, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And that will be at Green Canyon High School. So the Malou Foundation has been very supportive of the Children's Justice Center, and also if people would like to donate directly to the, to the uh, Children's Justice Center, they can go to www.cashbjc.com and
2: make a donation
1: cash cjc.com that's the, the yes. book. that's that's wonderful mm-hmm. well it sounds like yeah, some wonderful work there
2: so karina is there needs for other than funds is there a need for any service for any um can people come and volunteer if they if they have that inclination to give of their time
4: yes we are actually um recruiting board members right now and so they can contact um me um, if you're interested in becoming a board member, we're actually having a board meeting tomorrow, um, April 18th. We meet the third Thursday of the month from 6 to 7 at the Children's Justice Center, which is 1362 North 400 West. Um, but if, if people are interested, our email address, it's a little long, but it's cjcboard.logan at gmail.com. We would love to have you.
1: Uh, so before we move on to, I know you want to talk about Better Days 2020. That's a wonderful program as well. Uh, I want to get this in from, um, we had an email from Sterling Marks from the Cache County um, Children's Justice Center. And okay. this will repeat a little bit of what you've said, but he has some statistics here. Uh, he says, I'm program director for Children's Justice Center in Box Elder County. Uh, He says, as a children's justice center, known as children's advocacy centers in other states, is a child focused, facility based program in which representatives from law enforcement, child protection, prosecution, mental health, medical services, and victim advocacy work together to conduct interviews and make team decisions about investigation, prosecution, and treatment of child abuse cases. In an average year, Utah's CJCs conduct 4,500 interviews, handle 5,500 cases, and serve as many as 15,000 people. Our local center in Cache County covers Cache, Box Elder, and Rich Counties. In the past five years, we've done over uh, 1,910 interviews, 467 medical exams. Consistently, about a quarter of those are from Box Elder. The Division of Child and Family Services 24-7 Child Abuse Hotline is 1-855-323-3237. I'll repeat that. 855-323-3237. 855-323-3237. Anyone with information about child abuse or potential child abuse is encouraged to call. Thank you for your efforts to spread awareness. That's Sterling Marks, Program Coordinator with Children's Justice Center of Box Elder County. So that's uh, wonderful to hear to, to amplify what you were saying, Karina. A lot of good being done there.
4: Yes, the, you know, I, I'm a volunteer uh, with the Friends Board, but I really admire, and, you know, every. Every time we meet, I have increased admiration for the people that work full-time doing this, whether they work in the CJC or law enforcement or social workers. Um, they really are local heroes, so I, I admire all that they do.
2: I have to say that that number is kind of startling to hear, the number of investigations <clears throat> and the number of exams that that are done. It, it, it brings awareness to us that... You know, there are there are certainly many children out there in need, and um, thanks to the Children's Justice Center and the Friends for helping provide a safe place and and a way that those children can get the help that they need.
1: Uh, so again, yeah. uh, uh, cashcjc.com com is the website. Uh, so Corinna, yeah. I know you're also involved with Better Days Twenty Twenty. Tell us about that.
4: Well, it's it's really exciting because Better Days Twenty Twenty. Um, from the statewide, at the statewide level, where each different county we're we're planning in our own different events to celebrate um, 2020. It marks the 150th anniversary of Utah being the first place a woman cast a ballot in the the United States. Um, It also marks the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment and the 55th anniversary of the Voting Rights Act, which protects voting rights of women and men of racial minority. And so... The statewide organizing committee is amazing. They have a great website, www.betterdays2020.com, but here at our Cache County level, our, our northern Utah level, we have a great... I'm, I'm the co-chair of, the, of, of this committee, um, but we have a great group of women and some men, too, in government, medicine, education, business, community leaders. We meet monthly to plan events here locally in the Valley. To celebrate, and we've already had several events, and it, it's great to partner too with uh, Utah State University and and have that resource also.
1: Well, it's wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and this will be this is ramping up ahead of uh, the year 2020, right? The the anniversary of the 19th Amendment.
2: Right. Yeah, I've learned right. I've learned so much about the role of of Utah in women's suffrage. I. You know, not not growing up here, I wasn't really aware of the story about how um, Utah women contributed to the suffrage story. You know, I didn't know, for example, that Susan B. Anthony and Emmeline Wells came to Salt Lake to actually— Help participate in um, in the whole process. So there's lots to learn. And I think one of the intriguing parts about Better Days 2020 is the focus on education. They've got a lot of great resources um, that teachers can use or that families can use to, to help um, families and children understand um, where we've come from, where we are today, and where we still may need to be in terms of, of suffrage and the right to vote. So...
1: Well, that's wonderful. So, Better Days 2020 is the website. Uh, uh,
4: Karina,
2: right, and yeah, should, go ahead. Right, and I should say, that Barbara Tidwell
4: is the other co-chair of the uh, Bar Planning Committee, and, and she serves off Cache County Council. So, yeah, we have some some incredible women and men working on
1: this yeah. project. I, I know Barbara. Yeah, she is, she is incredible.
2: So, when is the next yeah. meeting, Karina, if someone's interested in getting involved in the in the Northern Utah activities?
4: Um, our next meeting is actually this Tuesday, April 23rd, from 3 to 4 p.m. at Logan City Hall.
1: Okay, wonderful. Oh, Karina Brown, for Ju- Children's Justice Center of Cache County and Better Days 2020. Thanks so much for all the great information.
4: Okay, thank you so much, Tom and Amy.
1: Thank you. Uh, We are spotlighting your favorite uh, nonprofit or individual, uh, uh, just recognizing all the good that goes on and maybe connecting you with uh, uh, some great uh, groups or individuals doing good. We have a couple of uh, calls, so uh, callers, I should say. Well, calls and callers, right? Uh, First up is Ron and Nibley. Ron, uh, glad you called.
5: Hey Tom. Uh, Amy, good to hear from you, and I love the program. And uh, this is taking a slightly different perspective on things. Uh, what I want to talk about is a handful of volunteers in Nibley that put together the Cache Valley Wildlife Association and took a look at what they can do to, uh, uh, I guess, stand up and, and help uh, natural uh, situations in the environment and nature. So uh, this group, over the past year or so, has uh, been able to put together a birdhouse contest where we've had over 100 birdhouses put out in public parks. Uh, we had a free tree situation where people come to the Heritage, uh, Heritage Day celebration in Italy and we gave away about a thousand trees. Mm. Uh, every fall we have a flower and bulb free swap. You bring things and take whatever you want and trade off. That's kind of a fun thing to uh, embellish yards in the area. Um, the monarch population of uh, monarch butterflies is in serious decline in the west Are about 1% of what they used to be. We just gave out 10,000 milkweed seeds. over 50 residents throughout Cache Valley to help grow milkweed and and, uh, get the population coming back, we hope. And then, of course, uh, our ideas uh, for um, the development and uh, opportunities for people to observe fireflies in the Firefly Park area there in Nibley. So it's an ongoing thing, and we're glad to be participating in that. And like I said, strictly volunteers and uh, having a lot of fun. you want to see anything on there, we've got a website, Com
1: uh say it again would you ron
5: it's Cash valley wildlife dot weebly w-e-e-b-l-y dot com
1: okay that that sounds like some great work going on there appreciate the work you're doing and uh appreciate you uh shining a spotlight on it
5: thank you appreciate okay. what you're doing
1: thank you it's ron and Nibley. Uh, next up is uh, georgia in uh, cedar city glad you called georgia
6: Good morning. I, I don't know why I've got a bad phone line. I don't know if it's coming through to you, but uh, I yes. just wanted to... Can you hear me okay? Uh, uh, yeah,
1: we can hear you great, yeah.
6: Okay, I, I just wanted to applaud in our area uh, what we now call Canyon Creek uh, Services. It began initially as a women's crisis center. It was A lot of people came together in the community to build the center, but since that time they've expanded all kinds of services, so not only do they provide support for survivors of sexual assault and domestic violence but there's a lot of outreach or post services to help families gain independence to support children and and help them to be able to move on and you know after they've experienced uh you know either domestic violence or sexual assault so it's done a lot of service in this in the this area coordinates in some other counties but uh serving both iron beaver and garfield but it's just grown in in you know the last several years to really really serve the, that, those needs in this in these areas.
1: Uh, so, so tell us again the, the name of the group.
6: Okay, and it started initially as uh, C- Canyon Creek Women's Crisis Center. Now it's called Canyon Creek Services because it does a lot of outreach, a lot of uh, there's counseling available to families and children. There's a lot of support for, you know, if you need to use a domestic violence shelter after you've been in the shelter And how do you get supported into independence so you can take care of your family if you need, you know, if you need to put together resources to do that? Uh, There's counseling provided. Uh, There's, you know, kind of survivor group services. A, A lot of things to just strengthen families if they've experienced, you know, domestic or sexual violence and then be able to move on and, and, and uh, unfold their lives in a positive manner.
2: So Georgia, how can people connect with you if they'd like to learn more about this, now, your I, services? I
6: I, this is just one of my favorites. Years ago I served on the board, so I don't really know. Uh, the web, Their website is Canyon Creek Services, all run and uh, they're, they're located at uh, 95 North Main in Cedar. Uh, I should have their phone number, but I don't right here. I'm terrible because I don't. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just. You, 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 you are know. not terrible. No, you're you, you're you great. Had call and rave about your that's, favorite nonprofit. You didn't tell me I had to know
1: <laughs> size. And, that's right.
2: You know. <laughs> no, I, but I I do think but, Georgia the website but,
1: uh, is probably most useful. So so that's great.
2: Yeah. yeah right. And gosh, right. thanks so much for being such an advocate for an organization okay. that you care about. Well, I I just we have so
6: many facets in our society where. Things that don't work well, we, people need to be supported to get through those rough times. And, and the, the Children's Justice Centers, other things you've talked about, all those things are so important to help people's lives be enhanced. I'm so glad you're doing this today. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Georgia. appreciate that. Uh, and we'd, we'd love to hear from uh places outside of Cache County. So thanks, Georgia, for the, uh, setting the scene hit there in great services in Cedar City. Uh, wherever you are, you can email us to upraxis at gmail.com, upraxis at gmail.com. You can call us, 800-826-1495, 800 uh, We need to take a break at some point, but uh, this is great. This is a great problem to have. <laughs> uh, next up is Cher uh, Lee, uh, who, who wants to tell us about some uh, some great things happening. Cher uh, thanks for calling.
0: Thank you. Um, yes, I would love to tell you about My Discovery Destination Summer Passport Program that is happening actually here in Cache Valley, uh, but also across the state. We'll be in Boxelda County, Tooele, um, down in Utah County, and Harriman, and really throughout the, the state. And what My Discovery Destination is all about strengthening families and building communities. Uh, and we provide a variety of family experiences. Um, they're all free, they're all fun. Um, and our goal is really to bring the family together, um, help families to to strengthen the family by spending time together, building those those bonds. Um, it's also, we've been told by several um, counselors that that we actually have the solution that families need in the um, in the suicide prevention efforts, and to really help our kids to, Balance the, the social media that's happening in their lives, um, and and just kind of all of that. So we are all about free, fun family experiences. We have we work with uh, local small businesses to to provide those experiences, and in the process that that also helps our small businesses. And so we we have a lo- huge focus on creating financially independent families by helping them be successful with their income as well as, of course, for the families to have these these free experiences um, is very, very helpful for them as well. So really, we are a full community. Our goal is to bring the community together in strengthening families and in the process of doing that, um, really working together as a community to strengthen the community.
1: So uh, tell, us, tell us, is there a contact point? How can people get a hold of you?
0: So our, we do have a website. It's mydiscoverydestination.com. That is where we will, we will have our summer adventures listed. Um, probably the best way to find us, though, is on Facebook. We do have our, our communities are on Facebook. You can just search for My Discovery Destination Cash Valley. It's the one here in Cash Valley. Um, Brigham City, Tooele, whatever, whatever the area is. Um, And that's where you'll find out about all of the different um, free adventures and activities that are happening right now. And then again, during the summer for the summer passport program, the the specific adventures will be listed on the website at mydiscoverydestination.com. I should also mention that this summer we are working with the Here in Cache Valley, it's the Bear River Health Department. Um, Actually, that's in Cache Valley and Box Elder. In Tooele, we're working with communities that care. Um, But we really have a a high focus on the parents-empowered message um, as well.
1: Well, that sounds like some some great uh, services, great things happening. Uh, Shirley, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, uh, let's do take that break. And uh, when we come back much more, Uh, we're inviting you to... share us a, a brief spotlight on uh, your uh, favorite nonprofit or individual uh, as you can hear a lot of uh, good going on a lot of needs so we're trying to match you up with uh, a need in the community if you're uh, inclined to serve uh, maybe before before we go to breaks there another one you'd like to spotlight Amy
2: well, I would love to spotlight something that I'm involved with um, Every four times a year at Sunshine Terrace, we teach a course called Dementia Dialogues, which is a four-week class. Um, We hold it on Wednesdays from 3.30 to 5. It'll be beginning on May 1st, and it's it's a course that helps people who... Um, Maybe struggling with understanding what dementia is, with managing behavior problems, with understanding what environmental changes need to happen. It's a free course we offer that, as I said, four times a year, and we'll be starting that up again on May first. So, if people are interested in participating in that, they can. um, You don't need to pre-register; you can just come on the on the first at three thirty to Sunshine Terrace's skilled nursing facility, and um, help learn more about how you can love and care for your your person better.
1: Okay, dementia dialogues. So tell us again the the date the next one it starts. Begin
2: on May first, Wednesday, mm. May first, um, and it runs from three thirty till five for okay. four weeks at Sunshine Terrace. At in, Sunshine in Terrace. Okay.
1: Yep. Uh, wonderful. Um, Looks like we maybe have a call coming in. Uh, Let's go to break, and uh, then we'll go to that caller and uh, much more, and uh, hopefully hear from you. 800-826-1495 or upraxcess at gmail.com. We're shining a spotlight on your favorite nonprofit or individual after this break.
6: On the next Putumayo World Music Hour, we'll bring you the voices of female singer-songwriters from around the globe. Women from Brazil, Denmark, Lebanon, France, Spain, Turkey, and beyond. I'm Rosalie Howarth. Join us for Acoustic Women, the next Putumayo World Music Hour. Join us Friday night at 10 on Utah Public Radio.
5: Hi, I'm Steve Williams, host of Jazz Time here on Utah Public Radio. I hope you'll join me Sunday evenings for a journey through the world of jazz music, from ragtime to bop, from Havana to Logan, Utah. Tune in for a bit of history, commentary, the occasional interview, and of course, all that jazz. Jazz Time, Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock on Utah Public Radio.
1: Thanks for joining us for Access Utah. We uh, do this periodically. We uh, shine a spotlight, or allow you to shine a spotlight, Allows a, a bad word. We give you the opportunity, we give you the opportunity to shine a spotlight on uh, your favorite nonprofit or individual, and uh, we've been doing this, I don't know, how long have we been doing this? Gosh, three years, maybe? About, about three years, yeah. about, about once a quarter, kind of a thing. Um, and I, I think the response uh, today, and that we usually get, Amy, is an indication that they're I mean, there's a lot of great people doing a lot of great work, and there's some hunger to connect. Maybe mm-hmm.
2: absolutely, and and um, thanks to everybody who is calling and emailing. It's the more information we can get into the hands of our community about the services that are available and the ways that they can help serve is is fantastic. So.
1: Uh, I want to uh, make sure I get this in. We had um, a, um, uh, somebody email me uh, this uh, about a week ago, actually. And uh, this is a link to the Herald Journal, Maddie, uh, Madeline Mortensen, an article in their Cash Clubs series. And this is shining a spotlight on um, the Cash Valley Historical Society. Uh, so I'll just quote from Maddie's article. Call her Maddie because she worked here for a while, so thanks, Maddie. Um, uh, Cache Valley Historical Society has hosted regular lectures on everything from Golden Spike to Logan Forestry Reserve. However, this local group does more than just talk about the past. They work to preserve it. Scott Bushman, a friend of ours, he says we're an activist organization um, Scott Bushman's longtime uh, society board member and past president. He says, we try to be involved in the community, involve as many as we can, many people as we can. Whether it's writing letters to the editor or working with other uh, local entities, such as Daughters of Utah Pioneers or Bear River Association of Governments, Bushman said the society strives to educate the community about how they can preserve history in uh, the valley. I also quote Nancy Williams, another friend of ours who's a long Society member. She says, I'm simply a fan of local history and what they are uh, doing. So that is the uh, Cache Valley Historical Society. They host regular lectures and do some other things. Uh, the Society meets on the third Monday of each month, 7 p.m. in the historic Cache County Courthouse, one 199, 199 North Main Street in Logan. Lectures are free and open to the public. However, membership donations are encouraged, and you can find out information at Cache Valley History. Cash Valley com. So that's wonderful. I think we do have a uh, caller. Uh, we do have uh, next uh, Debbie Treasurer, United Way of Cash yes. Valley. Thanks for joining us. Yes, good morning. Uh, so, tell, United Way of Cash Valley, what does United Way do?
7: We give, we advocate, and we volunteer for 15 agencies, nonprofit agencies here in Cash Valley, um, the Children's Justice Center, Bear River Head Start. English Language Center, Virgilian Literacy, Cash Community Food Pantry, Cash Employment and Training, Cash Valley for Hope, Cancer Foundation, CAPSA, Central de la Familia, Common Ground, Community Nursing Services, The Family Place, Options for Independence, Senior Citizen Center, and certainly last but not least, Shunta- Sunshine Terrace. And we raise money through uh, employer donations. And we also have an annual fundraiser coming up on May 16th at 6:30 p.m. at the USU Ballroom. Sean Reyes will be our our Attorney General will be our keynote speaker, and we'd love to have the community to support us in this activity. Um, We have sponsorships available. Uh, if anyone is interested in uh, joining forces with the United Way of Cash Valley, you can contact us through admin at org. Our website is www.unitedwayofcashvalley.org Or you can leave a message at our, um, our office, or you can call me at 435-752-9541.
2: I think the United Way is such a, I mean, as we've been talking this morning about all these various organizations that help, what a great way to be able to designate maybe some of your funds and know that they're going to those 15 amazing organizations. I think sometimes we can feel a little bit overwhelmed by all the need. um, And I think the United Way provides a really um, consolidated and simple way for us to make sure that we're kind of spreading um, our resources to cover a wide range. If you know if you hear all those 15 organizations that Deb talked about, it goes from cradle to to the elderly. It, it covers people in need, It covers food poverty. I mean, it allows you to help in so many different ways through one consolidated way. So thanks thanks Deb for, for I think you're the, the board pre- president right now. or what's your role with the United Way, but thanks for everything that you're doing. <laughs>
7: Actually, I'm the past president and a volunteer at the okay, United Way. Okay. Kevin Reese uh, from North, Northrop Grumman is our current president.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, I know Kevin. A great guy. Um, I, I guess I'm just name-dropping all over. <laughs> 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 Make, makes me sound better than I am. Um, uh, tell us, again, about the event, the, the de- de- details on the event.
7: Absolutely. Uh, the event is May 16th. Uh, again, Sean Reyes will be our keynote speaker We'll have uh, music by local artist, Lightwood Duo. Uh, tickets, individual tickets, are $50. Tables of eight are 375 okay. And if you're interested in attending, um, go to our website, www.unitedwayofcashvalley.org.
1: Okay, well, thanks for all the good you're doing there. Thank you. Thank you. It's a Debbie Treasure United Way of Cash Valley.
2: I'm surprised you didn't drop that you know Lightwood Duo yeah. too, since you know everybody, Tom. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to cut back. But I, yes, I, I do know. I do. They're, they're great guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Probably have them on, on our Christmas program again. Um, uh, Joyce Howell, another friend of ours, uh, called in and uh, said she used to be on the board of directors for Whittier Community Center in Logan. Uh, They're the only center, she says, with a playground uh, for all ages and all abilities, and they host the Cache Valley Civic Ballet, as well as other events. They're a nonprofit that needs to be highlighted more. Uh, So thanks, Joyce. That's the Whittier Community Center in Logan. (laughs)
2: And I'd like to put a plug in for something that's a, a little bit of a unique nonprofit. It's the Cash Valley High School Mountain Bike Team. Mm. Um, they are holding a bike swap on Friday, April 26th and Saturday, April 27th, um, where you can bring your used bike to sell. You can buy used bikes and bike gear at great prices. Um, but, you know, what a great way for our young people to – Experience nature, to, to be physical. Um, it includes kids from all over the valley because it is the, it's for the whole entire valley, not just for a specific school. But that swap is going to begin at 4 p.m. on the 27th and run from 4 to 8 p.m. on Friday night from 9 to 4 on Saturday, and it's going to be at the West Campus of Bridgerland. Okay. So not the main campus, but right. that West Campus, which is at 1401 North, 1000 West. So if you've got some um, any questions, you can contact Amy Hansen at 435-881-9390, and that's the Cache Valley Mountain High School Mountain Bike Club.
1: Uh, I want to get this in. This is from Emily. Uh, Emily Blake, she's interim executive director of Stokes Nature Center. She says, hello, Tom. Thanks for spotlighting nonprofits in the Valley on UPR this morning. uh, Stokes Nature Center provides nature education programming for people of all ages. Stokes is the sole education permittee of the Uinta-Wasatch Cache National Forest and Logan Canyon Children's Forest. Uh, 2019 has been off to a great start with over 870 school, uh, school-aged school children, uh, students rather connected uh, to our uh, land through nature education programming, 450 participants in free programming, and over 1,100 participants exploring a national forests through Stokes Nature Center programs. Our summer camps are open for registration. The center is in the canyon. It's open for visitation on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, Uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Our Canyon Jams Summer Concert Series lineup will be uh, released next week. And lastly, we have our Earth Day Soiree featuring Are You Smarter Than a Nature Preschooler? Mm-hmm. Trivia, uh, i probably failed that. Trivia, I'm this sure is Saturday <laughs> at Herm's Inn, 6 to 9 p.m. So that's the Are You Smarter Than a Nature Preschooler? That's their Earth Day Soiree. And uh, that is uh, Saturday, this Saturday, at Herm's Inn from 6 to 9 p.m. Tickets can be found at www.logannature.org soiree. If you're interested in finding out more about Stokes Nature Center programming and events, please visit www.logannature.org. Thanks again for featuring nonprofits and the wonderful work they do. Best, Emily from Stokes Nature Center.
2: And another great nature center that um, people here might be familiar with is the Swanner Preserve, which is in Park City, which is affiliated with Utah State University. They also have um, summer programs for children. And um, you can find more about them at swannerpreserve.org. I know they're actually also currently looking for um, people to help staff though. So if you live down in that area, that Park City area, and you've got uh, a student or a young adult who's looking for employment, um, have them check out Swanner as well. It's a it's a, if you've never been there, it's a pretty amazing mm, yeah. thing to see the restoration that they did of an area that was slated for development that has now been restored to the wetlands that it once was. So, Wonderful. Um, so Utah State and, and Swanner is another great place to go and enjoy nature.
1: Okay, thank you for that. And we have on the line, uh, Stacy Frisk, uh, Cash Humane Society. Uh, Stacy, thanks for joining us. Thank
2: you for having
8: me.
1: So uh, what does Cash Humane do?
8: So, Cashy Lane Society is your local nonprofit animal shelter. Um, if you haven't been out to our facility, stop by any time between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. weekdays, noon to five on Saturdays, out at 2370 West, 200 North. Um, we typically have about 60 fantastic dogs for adoption and about 60 cats ready to go home with you. Um, we also operate a community clinic that provides affordable spays, neuters, and vaccinations. Um, and that is hosted every week at our facility on Thursdays.
1: Wonderful. Um, How can people get involved? Uh, What's the best contact point?
8: Great. Um, So we have a lot of ways to get involved. Um, Obviously, we would love for you to come out and adopt a pet that's looking for a home. If you aren't in a position to adopt right now, there's some other great ways you can help out. We have an extensive volunteer program. That application is on our website. It will give you the opportunity to volunteer directly with our animals at the shelter. Um, If you've got young kids that love pets and you want to introduce them to careers in animal welfare or help them learn some techniques for positive animal training, we have summer camps all summer long. So go ahead and check out our website for those um, off-leash summer camps and get your kids registered. They fill up quickly.
1: Yeah, that's that was a great opportunity for your kids. Um, yeah. So a lot of great services happening. Uh, so in, go ahead and adopt a pet. That would probably be the, the top ask. But you can also support yeah. Cash Humane in, in many other ways. Absolutely. So tell us again those contact points.
8: Uh, If you go to our website, you will see our education tab. will give you directions to our youth camps. Um, If you're looking ahead to next school year, we also host an affordable after-school club that meets at our shelter shelter weekly to perform service, to learn about animals' careers, to make arts and crafts, and uh, really just to socialize with our animals. It's a great opportunity for our animals to learn new skills and how to interact with children. Um, If you want to get involved as a volunteer, go to our Get Involved tab, and that will guide you to that, as well as to our foster program, which is another great way to give back. We are always looking for foster homes to provide additional care for animals that are not ready to be in the shelter, either they are puppies or kittens that are too young uh, to be fully vaccinated, or they're animals that need some additional medical care or training. So all of that can be found under GetInvolved at CashHumane.org.
1: Thank you, Stacy from Cash Humane Society. Appreciate that.
2: Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. So, Tom, moving from animals to um, another issue that I think is um, pretty relevant here in our community is suicide prevention. Um, the Utah Suicide Prevention Coalition, in coordination with Intermountain Primary Children's, is actually hosting a new train the trainer course for the QPR program, which is called which is Question, Persuade, Refer. Um, it's a training that um, uh, individuals can attend as a, as just as a person, as a staff member, but the idea is to help place people throughout the state to understand what the QPR program is. And so um, they're going to be offering that training on Friday, May 3rd, down in Salt Lake um, at the Division of Substance Abuse and Mental Health. So if people are interested, they should contact Leah Colburn, um, with Inner Mountain. She could be reached at Leah.colburn C O L B U R N at imail.org. Um, but again I know this is a this is an issue that affects not just young adults but people of many ages. So if you have that heart to to learn how to help prevent suicide throughout our state, contact Leah and Tra- and become a trainer.
1: Oh, that's a wonderful way to, to get involved. Uh, before we end here, I, I just want to uh, mention a, an organization in Cache Valley that's uh, doing such a great-to-work uh, CAPSA. Um, and uh, there, there are abuse shelters around the state. Uh, CAPSA is the one in Cache Valley. They're a nonprofit domestic violence sexual abuse rape recovery center. Uh, I just want to give out the uh, help the helpline, the support line, if you're in need of services, 435-753-2500, 435-753-2500. Um, And the website is CAPSA.org if you want to uh, find out how you can help.
2: Can I sneak one more in real yes, quick? Yes, yes. So one of the organizations I'm involved with is also the Cache County Caregiver Coalition, which is a group of organizations that comes together once a month. And twice a year, we hold seminars or education programming for individuals that are currently caregiving, primarily for people with dementia. And we will be holding our spring seminar on Friday, May 17th at 5 p.m. at the Cache County Senior Center. It is beginning with an appreciation dinner for our caregivers um, to thank them for everything that they do as uh, basically unpaid um, and untrained, often, um people caring for a loved one and we'll follow that with two sessions on both the importance of music and art therapy and do some hands-on skills so that people can learn something that they can bring into their home to help provide some more joy all right so again that's that's may 17th 5 p.m. at the cache county senior center
1: okay and of course uh, giant terrace foundation let's uh, plug plug them you're involved with them um so uh, we're, we're at the end of our time here. Amy Anderson from Sunshine Terrace Foundation. It's, it's always a, a blast.
2: Well, thanks so much for including me every every time we do this, Tom. I am so honored to be part of the cash community and to to be part of these individuals and groups that do good in our community. Thanks for including me.
1: And thanks for your uh, response. Upraccess at gmail.com is the place to keep these coming in. Uh, Plug for tomorrow's program, our friend Matthew LaPlante from USU is out with a new book, Superlative, The Biology of Extremes, the biggest, the fastest in the animal kingdom. That'll be an interesting show, and that's tomorrow. Thanks for listening today. This is Utah Public Radio, a statewide service of Utah State University and the College of Humanities and Social Sciences. KUSR Logan, KUSK Vernal. KUSL Richfield, KUST Moab, KCEU Price, KUSU FM Logan, and also heard at upr.org.